Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfill podcast. My name is Kesh and I'm your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living. How to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so juicy, so fantastic, and just leaves you in a constant state of joy, of gratitude, and just filled with so much awe. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. And if you're a longtime listener, you know how grateful I am that you choose to spend this time with me. You choose to tune in every week, twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays, where I upload a new episode regularly. And today's episode is something I've been thinking about a lot, especially over the last week or so. And I feel like it's just so increasingly relevant as we get older. And it's just one of the most underrated elements when it comes to well-being when it comes to joy and when it comes to just living your most happiest and most fulfilled life and it's really about being more decisive about the energy you invite into your life curating your relationships in a way that actually feel good and what we're really going to be talking about today is the necessity that comes with consciously choosing to hang out with expanders, making a decision about who gets a role in your life. And so often we are holding on to outdated relationships. We are entering relationships because of loneliness. This could be platonic or romantic relationships. And we are surrounding ourselves with people who are constricting us, who are making us dim our light who are draining us, who are exhausting us, and as a result, limiting our ability to manifest. As much as we think manifestation is something we do on our own, but the people around you can either help you enhance your ability to manifest the kind of abundance and expansion you want in your life, or they could be your biggest liability. Because at the end of the day, your life is just a mirror reflection of you and every habit, every choice, every decision you make influences your energy. It influences how you feel. And the way you feel determines what you are able to draw into your life. And so if you want to now create a life of more expansion, you need to make sure that whatever you're doing, whoever you're surrounding yourself with, is actually having that expansive effect on you. And a, a few days ago, I celebrated my 35th birthday, and it was just such a beautiful eye-opener that the at least for me, this is my truth, I'm just speaking what is real for me, is as I get older, gifts become irrelevant. And you realize what actually mean for me, what means more to me is being surrounded by the right people. And I was flooded with messages, with emails, with voice notes from people all over the world, people who I hadn't spoken to in years, you know, friends who I went to boarding school with, but we just lost touch. And 
it was just so meaningful. And for me, it meant everything. And undoubtedly, my 35th birthday was one of the best birthdays I've ever had. And did I do anything grand? No. I had dinner with a few friends. I spent a lot of the day on at the park. I went for brunch. But it was just so authentically me. But more importantly, it just made me realize how loved I really am. And for me, that is what abundance is. Like, don't get me wrong. I love money. Who doesn't like money? But come on, let's not get ourselves. But at the end of the day, you can have all the money in the world. But if you aren't surrounded by good people, if you aren't able to foster meaningful connection, it's all for nothing. And it's just this facade we wear until we tell ourselves that I just got to buy another handbag or I just need to go another holiday because we try to fill that void. But as humans, we are collaborative and connected and we crave belonging. It's one of our most primal needs. And when we are starved of this feeling, we engage in destructive behaviors. And then we're looking at temporary fixes to get that high. But instead, when you can make sure that you are intentionally creating those meaningful connections. Now that void is filled up. Now you're not looking outside of you for a temporary high because you were just cultivating it regularly. And it's amazing because a lot of times we tell ourselves that we just need to hit a certain goal. We just need to make X amount of money. And, you know, we, we place our happiness in the hands of external measures and I'll tell you something that's so interesting. Then in the last couple of months, I've been working a lot more with male clients. And these are grown men who are making a great amount of money. <laughs> like that's not a shortage for them at all. But when I really sit with them and ask them, okay, what do you want to manifest? What do you want to change in your life? It's this. I just want to foster more meaningful connection. And as much as we can talk about meditation, journaling, breath work, on its impact on our nervous system. One of the easiest ways to regulate your nervous system is through healthy social connection. Similarly, one of the easiest ways to dysregulate your nervous system is by hanging out with the wrong people, by surrounding yourself with toxic energy. Because that toxic energy is draining your nervous system, putting you in a place of survival, and in that state of survival, all resources are tied up to keep you alive because you don't feel safe. Just really take that in for a second. Is who are the people in your life right now that don't make you feel safe? Because that internal instability is what is dysregulating your nervous system. And that's having a knock-on effect on every other area of your life. Because remember that manifestation is a game of energy. And if you want to manifest, let's say money, why do you want to manifest money? Because it gives you a sense of security, financial security. But if your relationships are creating insecurities within you where you don't feel safe, again, you're just not an energetic match for the kind of money that you want. And so while money and relationships seem like they're so separate, they're all one and the same because this emotional state, the energy is security. And aside from that, it's when you are engaging in healthy, meaningful conversation and relationships, it has such a beautiful, beautiful effect on your hormones. It raises oxytocin, dopamine, endorphins, and all these other feel-good neurotransmitters. And when these neurotransmitters are high, cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and which is one of the, again, the root of so many health issues and nervous system dysregulation, when these feel-good neurotransmitters are high, cortisol naturally reduces. And so just by spending time with high-quality people, 
who actually light you up, that alone is enough to turn off the stress response. It's enough to turn off the fight, flight, or freeze mechanism that happens when your body is and nervous system is on overdrive. And a lot of times we think that just because we're surrounded by a lot, a lot of people, that's enough. But there's a huge difference between being surrounded by a lot of people and being surrounded by the right people. And similarly, there's a huge difference between loneliness and being alone, because you could be surrounded by all the people in the world, but you could feel so alone. You could feel so disconnected. And similarly is that you can be in your own company, being on your own, yet feel so connected. And it really comes down to how are you showing up in your relationships? And also, are you fostering that sense of connection? Are you choosing people who you have, who, sorry, who you are able to build that connection with? And when I say hang out with the expanders, like I said earlier, is your life is a mirror reflection of you. And if, so if you want to experience any kind of expansion in any area of your life, it's about choosing behaviors, habits, and making choices that actually expand you as a person. So that could involve maybe reading, that could involve travel, but it could also involve the people who make you a more expansive version of yourself. And so how do you know if you are hanging out with expanders? Well, first and foremost, one distinguishing quality of an expander is they want the best for you. They are your well-wishers. When you share your joy, they are genuinely celebrating their joy with you. And it's not from a place of them pretending like they're happy for you and then bitching you out, but it's really that your joy is their joy. And here's the thing is, in addition to having expanders in your life, can you be more conscious about being an expander in someone else's life? When your friend has a happy moment, can you celebrate that joy with them like it is your own joy? Secondly, it's an expander is someone who pushes you to be better and who inspires you to grow, who pushes you to move forward rather than be the reason why you stay stuck. Two of my best friends gave me such a beautiful gift. They both gave me two different books. One is The Year of Yes, which I just started and I am loving it. It's by Shonda Rhimes. And she's talking about how this, she did a one year experiment and just said yes to life. Anyways, this friend sent it to me and I was, and it was just that book alone is enough for me to change the trajectory of my life because it's going to make me reevaluate how I show up in my life. Whereas another, when another one of my best friends gave me this book called Radically Content, and it's all about being satisfied in an end, endlessly dissatisfied world. Again, by just reading this, it's going to expand my awareness. It's going to make me start to reevaluate how I value the things in my life. Whereas today morning, I woke up from a message from a friend of mine. She listens to this podcast. She knows who she is with a recommendation of a podcast episode by Mel Robbins. And here's the thing is that, yes, it's nice to have friends who you can party with and have frivolous conversations, but it's also important to be surrounded by people who are also in a growth mindset, who also want to evolve, who also push us out of our comfort zone, who call us out when maybe we aren't doing enough, but not in a way that's mean or judgmental, but from a place of pure love, because they know how much potential you have. I read this quote on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, and it really stuck with me. And it was something along the lines of that every time 
you come out of an interaction with someone and they change your perception or expand your level of awareness, they are literally expanding your universe. It just gave me such chills. But in addition to that, expanders are people who hold space for you, who witness the emotions you feel rather than brush them under a rug. And as a result, who also resist those messy moments of yours. Those expanders are people who are willing to sit in the struggle with you. They are able to hold space, to listen, to be there for you. And if you ask for it, they're willing to offer their advice or their point of view. But a lot of times it's when people want to share how they're struggling or that they're not feeling great because of our inability to manage our own emotions, we push them away. We make it seem like it's not a big deal. We throw out lighthearted statements like it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. And obviously it's coming from a good, a good intention, but at the same time that every time you tell someone it's okay, it's don't worry about it, as opposed to just listen, just be there, just be there for that person. Energetically, you are communicating that your feelings are invalid and they have no meaning. And really just pay attention as well. Like are the people in your life when you are struggling, A, do you feel safe enough to even communicate, to tell them that, hey, I'm going through a low moment or, hey, I'm struggling today. And if you do feel safe, amazing, hold on to those people, but then take it one step further and ask and see, are they willing to listen? Are they witnessing me in my pain? Because it's one thing that friends who want to sit with you in the joy, but the friends, the people, the relationships who sit with you in the struggle, in the pain, oh, those are the keepers. And lastly, an expander is someone who holds space for you to be your most authentic self, where you can just be who you are, where you can just show up in your mess or in your greatest state and who they and that they fully embrace that side of you, where the way they feel about you is not contingent on something external and whereby you're not walking on eggshells trying to be someone who you're not, where you're not trying to mold your personality so that the other person likes you. Remember last week, one of my best friends, she was taking me and another one of our best friends out for dinner to celebrate both our dinners. And that morning, it was the day before I was washing my hair. So I sent a message saying, guys, my hair is super greasy tonight. Another one in the group chat said, I'm coming my gym clothes. And it was just and I, I think we all just agree that we're probably a little too comfortable with us with each other because we can be in our mess. But it wasn't even a question like, oh man, I gotta go get a blow dry now because I'm waiting for dinner. But it was like, okay, this is where I'm at. You know that when I do my hair, it looks fire. I don't need to impress you. And at the same time, that whether I'm wearing leggings or I'm wearing a ball gown, it doesn't affect our relationship. And that essentially is allowing yourself to be your most authentic self, whereby there's no pretense, no facade, and it you're just showing up in a way that feels good to you in that moment. You're showing up in a way that is true to you. And here's the thing is that while it's really important to hang out with expanders, in order to attract these expanders in your life, there's one thing for me to share these qualities, how you actually attract these expanders is by getting into alignment with you. This is why doing the work on yourself is so important. Because if you are being inauthentic, 
If you are somebody who is not drawing boundaries, who doesn't value herself, who doesn't respect herself, who's constantly living in fear, in that state of inauthenticity, because that's essentially what you're being, you're not being true to you, in that state of misalignment, you will only attract more inauthentic people. And if you put two inauthentic people together who don't feel safe to be their most authentic self, the only thing that can come out of it is an authentic, is an inauthentic relationship. Really take that in. And I really want you to ask yourself that, okay, are you always trying to say the right thing? Because the energy behind that is lack of self-respect. Do you find yourself wearing a mask because of the fear of judgment? That's inauthenticity. Are you fearing being alone? And a lot of times we're holding on to relationships because we're scared that what if I let go of this friendship and then I'm left alone. But again, in that in that state, you're walking in an energy of fear. Are you second guessing yourself when you're not invited to a certain event? The energy behind that is self-doubt. And in these states, you're essentially operating from a an energy of lack and your life can only reflect more lack. And if you want to attract these expanders, this kind of abundance, the form of healthy, meaningful relationships, you need to be your most abundant self. You need to get back into alignment with you. And that means pouring energy into you. We spend so much of our time and energy focusing on external outcomes and trying to impress other people, but you need to put yourself on that pedestal and be your number one priority and really give yourself the kind of love, the kind of respect, the kind of validation that you crave from other people. And when you can love yourself to such a degree, when you can value yourself, no matter what, when you can feel whole, when you can feel worthy, because you are just being that version of yourself, you will attract more people who make you feel that way, who ex allow you to expand more into that energy. And because you're being your most expansive self, you will attract more people who are having that expansive effect on you. And in addition to all of that, it's getting to a place where you are starting to become being okay in your own company. And that means creating a safe and secure state within yourself, building yourself up, developing a sense of self-trust, actually liking who you are and who you're becoming, and most importantly, having your own back. But a lot of times it's, even though we know going to certain social events or hanging out with certain people drain us, we still go. Why do we do that? Because we, we are terrified of being alone. Whereas personally, if you ask me now, I would rather sit at home in my own company, staring at the wall, than put myself into a situation which with people who I know don't make me feel good. But again, this didn't, this didn't just happen overnight. It's years of working on myself and becoming so safe and secure within myself. And like I said, actually enjoying my own company. And that's why, you know, really starting to be intentional about your life and ask yourself, okay, am I cultivating that fulfillment from within? Am I choosing behaviors and habits and hobbies that create that level of fulfillment? Or is my fulfillment tied to other people's interpretation and perception and willingness to hang out with me? Is my fulfillment based on hoping that other people invite me out? Because if that is the case, you are walking on thin ice and you are setting yourself up for a life of volatility. And that volatility is only going to lead to misalignment. And most importantly, just adding a bit of alignment because it all boils down to alignment. If I want to attract more expansive friendships and relationships, I need to be someone who's fully in alignment with herself. And that means getting into alignment that is unconditional. 
getting into that energy of no matter what. And that starts with having enough confidence in terms of what you bring to the table, because you're always going to meet people who maybe might disrespect you or who might not see your worth and value or who might treat you in a way that's not very favorable. But if every time that happens, it throws you off and makes you second guess yourself, it makes you feel like you're not good enough. Again, it's the way you feel about yourself is so contingent on something outside of you, something you have no control over. And that internal volatility in terms of your relationship with yourself is what is pushing away the kind of meaningful connection and fulfillment, fulfillment that you desire in the form of your relationships. I remember a couple of months ago, I had a friend of mine. I, I, mean, I still have a lot of love for her, but the way I allow her into my space is very different. But nonetheless, is she was going through a phase where she kept making plans with me and another friend, but it would cancel last minute. And it was happening a few times. And I mean, I give people grace, but there's there's a limit, right? And so I'd gone for a walk with with the other friend who she was also getting who was also getting canceled on. And she was really charged, like charged up, really angry, really frustrated and venting. And she was like, are you not pissed off? So I was like, at the end of the day, it's disappointing when you see certain sides of people, but it is what it is. I'm not going to be emotionally charged up. Energy is expensive. We're not giving it away for free. But this, and at the same time, it's, I know what I bring to the table as a friend. And rather than me feel bad that hey, she keeps counting on me, I actually feel sorry for her because- and I say this with total humbleness, but I'm an amazing friend. She's the one missing out, not me. I'm good. I have enough friends to keep me company. And rather than give my energy to this one person, I'm going to draw that boundary, but I will focus all my energy on the people who are making an effort and who are valuing me in my in their life. And that is the crux of it. It's you need to be your biggest cheerleader. If people are not able to respect you in the way that you're worthy of being respected, rather than entertain that, be okay with walking away, even if it's temporarily, and instead choosing to invest your energy with people who make you feel the way you want to feel. But what happens is, is because of our inherent negativity bias, rather than appreciate all the amazing other relationships, we focus on one person who maybe isn't giving us the time of day or who maybe is always canceling, and it's, again, we're wasting our energy. But instead, when I can focus on the beautiful, expansive relationships that already exist in my life, again, because we manifest based on our focus, naturally, I'm going to add momentum and naturally, I'm going to attract more of those kinds of people. And at the end of the day, it might not sound very eloquent, but I'm just going to say in layman terms, you just got to let people do the dumb shit that they're going to do. <laughs> You cannot keep questioning and asking and trying to get closure, but instead let it be and come from a place of total abundance with the knowingness that there's so many other people that you can invite into your life whom you can build these expansive relationships with. And rather than worry that, hey, if I walk away, I'm going to be left alone. Look at it as, hey, by me choosing to walk away from toxic energy or people who maybe aren't valuing or respecting me, I'm making space. And because the inherent nature of the universe is good, it's going to fill that space with pure positive energy in the form of healthy relationships. This is known as the law of vacuum. And so if you have to take anything out of this episode, it's really about reevaluating the relationships, the company you keep, asking yourself, are they constricting me? Do I feel like I'm in a cage? Are they limiting me and causing me to dim my light? Or are they expanders and allowing me to step into the best version of myself? And if it is the latter, 
hold on to those people, love them hard, because those are the people who are really going to propel you forward. And if this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushbu.kway. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. I wish you an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.